Hey guys, Jay Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL, some of you have seen me on Instagram, and some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, trending topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now. Uncut with Jay Cutler. Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the party, pal. we got a great <laughs> show today. And uh, I think uh, there's, there's a little bit of reflection, a little bit of sadness. Because Aaron and I went to celebrations of lives that will briefly mention but uh i think most of the sadness is because california is really screwing up our <laughs> chrome yeah. and uh, we're going to talk about that plus we're going to talk about some iconic cars that you can buy uh and the unfortunate thing about it is one of the coolest cars for halloween to own but you can't buy it till january so you don't have to wait till next year <laughs> but it's all today on shift and steer and we're in the studio today, guys. Yeah, I yeah. forgot how loud Brad is. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? You got to look at my mug. <laughs> you got to look mind. at my mug. I don't mind because my glasses won't focus that far, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's all going to happen today on Shift and Steer, but let me tell you who helps us do this show. Geico's one of them. Do you rent or own your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Hey, it's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O. Good Guys. Good Guys has their uh, 31st autumn get-together. Now, this is the Pleasanton Show. I mean, you guys have heard about this. I mean, it, it's one of their iconic shows. It's because it's in their hometown, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Good Guys Rod and Custom Association is coming to Pleasanton, California for the 31st autumn get-together, taking place at the Alameda County Fairgrounds on November 13th and 14th. Over 2,500 American-made or powered cars and trucks on display with an autocross, burnout competition, and vintage dragster exhibition. They're going to have a huge swap meet, hundreds of cars for sale, so you could actually take one home even, you know, uh, one of those American-powered cars. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's fun for the whole family, including live entertainment, a demolition derby, and uh, free kids zone. I hope they don't have that demolition derby in the free kids zone, (laughs) you know? Hey, kids, Uh, stand over here. Tickets on sale now at good-guys.com. Free admission for kids uh, six and under because they need them in that kids zone. And uh, you can use the promo code GG Shift. It sounds like a song. Or GG Shift. Here he is, GG Shift on stage five uh, for $5 off a spectator ticket. That's right. Matt and Aaron have taken money out of their own pockets, and for every time you go to good-guys.com and use GG Shift, you get $5 off your spectator ticket. And thank those guys when you see them. But that's not all, is it? There's no. still somebody else in there, Matt. Yes, transition, Brad. We've got uh, one more ad. <laughs> hey, have you ever noticed that those, those, uh, those reflective cones, like on the side of the road, they fit over kids' heads perfectly? Yeah. So just put a bunch of those on the kids, put them out in the field, and... 
you know, and drive around them. Jeez. There you go. Because I got those stupid- autocross kids autocross. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be the next Ooh, event. They kids have. autocross. They have a kids autocross. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Kids. Uh, let me tell you about our bunch friends of little guys anyway. <laughs> At uh, Trico, over a century ago, Trico was the first to make wiper blades, and they've been a step ahead of Mother Nature ever since, always looking ahead at what's coming at you next. Trico engineers studied your specific driving conditions to make sure you'll be ready for anything, so you can count on a clear view of the road no matter how harsh the weather, even if it actually rains cats and dogs. We got a dog running around here today we do so if you hear barking in the back it could be it's not raining though it's, it's not raining well he fell from the sky somehow if you hear barking it could be the seats <laughs> well whatever the weather trico wipers maintain maximum windshield contact and for safe clear driving visibility in any conditions and no matter what your driving habits are you'll always have the right wiper blade for your vehicle it's trico the future of wiper blades since 1917 to find a store near you and to see the latest offers, visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. This is <laughs> the URL of this makes me laugh every time. T-R-I-C-O, TricoCatsAndDogs.com. <laughs> Trico right. Cats okay. and Dogs. Racing rides, people, and places. With your host, Brad Banjo, Matt DeAndrea, and Aaron Hagar. New media for a new type of motorsport enthusiast. I, I have two announcements. One. <laughs> oh, God. Are they ads or are they, no, you know, no, no. Well, one of them is the reason why, folks, I don't read ads is because I yawn when I read aloud. <laughs> my kids would fall asleep just from my yawning. And two, Brad, I forgot about your inflatable furniture. So, folks, if you hear some. Yeah, right. You had Mexican food last yeah, night. It, don't it, give us that. If, if you hear some. And, Brad, you are rattly Brad today. What? I'm trying to what figure out where that's on? coming from. It's like. <laughs> okay. You guys be quiet. Let me see if it's me. Yeah, it's your. It, it's your. It must be the cord. <laughs> That's weird. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of if when you're trying to watch a YouTube video and someone didn't put the little white thing down on 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 the base of of the GoPro mm-hmm. and it rattles the whole time. <laughs> so you get rattled. Yeah, on it. I got a rattle 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 mic here. Rattle, let's see. Let's see. Brad. Is that better? You so know, it's a little better. better. It's a little better. Is your is your thing tightened? <laughs> is it all of us though? Wait. My thing's not tightened. <laughs> Let's see. Did that help? A little tiny bit. We yeah. just don't want to drive people crazy. No, we I don't. Mean, we drive them crazy. <laughs> but we, but we are. That's not going to be the thing that does it. But it's yeah. time. But it's time to announce our new contest, which is. Guess how many times it rattles in the show today, and the winner will get some of Brad's shit. We got to get yeah. rid of more of Brad's shit. I was you just in your back, I yeah, was in that back room, and we do need another round of giveaway Brad's shit. You know, shit. when we came into the office, we kind of had an idea. The last time we were here, yeah. when we went in that back room, it was like it was like a time warp. We're like, yeah. whoa, I don't know, man. I don't know when I was here last because nothing's know. different, and it's just piled high. <laughs> the um, the thing is, is you know what happened with Brad shit when we were giving that away is that I was getting rid of some of my shit, but the problem 
problem was is that you I was like, also paying the postage. Uh, yeah. And like there were a couple things I mailed and I went, wait, why am I paying twelve ninety five to send something away free? You know? It pick, was up like, o- pick up only. I spent like three hundred bucks in postage to give away stuff. I went, This isn't working out. You know, like today I walked in and I sold Old DuPont registry magazines. I didn't know anybody would want those things. I wow. put them on eBay, and I've been selling them. And it's like, wow, you that's know, weird though, aren't they just ads? That's yeah, what I mean. Right. It's <laughs> it's like you you go through them. It's not like articles from the past. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's a Porsche for sale. You know, oh man, that's a great deal. I'm going to call the guy up. Yeah. We should do that on the air sometime. You should call. find your oldest magazine that you have. <laughs> we should call. We hey, should go <laughs> grab the yellow magazine <laughs> off my desk, please. <laughs> We'll call some of these guys on the air and go, hey, you got that slant nose uh, turbo for sale for 25000 I I, I want to buy it. I'd be like, um, uh, yeah. That, no, it'd probably be, yeah, I haven't had that car for years. <laughs> I mean, look at this. Look, wow. look at, hey, that thing's mint, Brad. This Here thing is, is February of 1989. Look at oh the my first gosh. ad. Oh, Barrett Jackson. Wow, look at that ad. We have a new venue. That ad looks like from The Great Gatsby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at this. Is this total Letraset and stuff? I mean, that's like. Oh, my God. But look at this. New venue at Horse World Polo Fields. It's not even West World back then. It was wow. Horse World. We got to send that ad to Craig. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Letra set. I like, forgot hey, about I that ju- stuff. Bro. Hey, Craig, we just picked up the latest issue of uh, of Dupont Registry. Saw your ads, looking good. Uh, so, so Brad, that the, the Letra set was the transferable. Transferable. It was on the little line, right? Yeah, you and, used and, a little. And, and you use a little burnishing tool. To exactly. Rub it wow, I totally forgot about that. Here's here's a nineteen eighty eight. Retro Brad is hot today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> here's a nineteen eighty eight, and I have never even heard of this. M- Masha Lavelli American Ferrari show car. What? I have no idea. Um, and and the ad says. Bought me a Jag for Christmas and says, sell your Flash custom-built, fully-loaded Trans Am, you know, whatever. I mean, it's like, I started reading an ad. I should have oh, yeah, read it right. first. Yeah, it was, wait, find a real car so we, yeah, we don't know it's that, some coach Something that people can relate to. That, yeah. Oh, God. How about this? An ad for Strayman-built cars. For those of Whoa. you who don't know, Strayman was a converter in the that. 80s who did... I mean, he did these incredible yeah. convertibles because if for those kids that don't remember, you couldn't get a convertible in the 80s. Yeah. And he did Ferrari Testarossas that were so good that Ferrari authorized him. But like this uh, 560 SEC, my old business partner had that exact, that might even wow. have been his car. He's got a 400 he had two I of them. it. Uh, there's a, yeah, 412, there's a Rolls Royce, wow. I mean, everything, and they weren't cheap. They were... No, no. I always thought it was Strauman, so it was... Str- Boy, I've been screwing that up for a long time. <laughs> long A. <laughs> Only since long 1989. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Although I think look I, at all these Rolls Royce. I think I forgot Royce. about the... I forgot about them by 1992. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find something good. You guys need to talk rather than leave dead air like a... There's no dead air. Okay, how about this? <laughs> a... A real Cobra 289, uh, complete mechanical and cosmetic restoration, just completed uh, by one of the foremost uh, Cobra experts in the country. Now, I'm going to show you the car, and then you guys can tell me what you think it's listed for. Red, black interior. Wire wheels. Wire wheels. Yeah. Back then, I would say say 33,000. Well, you're way off. 
Huh. Boy, you're you're living in the eighties, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, fifty grand, hundred and eighty-five thousand. Oh, bucks. okay, really? But what is that car worth today? You yeah. know, I mean, fifty grand. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think what Dad sold his for, and he sold his in the early nineties, I think, like okay. late eighties, early nineties, and I think he sold his for like sixty or seventy thousand, and he had a two eighty nine with a Paxton blower. Okay, but, uh, I'll give who, you this one. Who was the foremost Cobra well, they don't expert say. That, yeah, that restored they don't that say. thing back in 89? Yeah. It was probably a, um, let's see, a guy named Carol Shelby. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's, it's, his first name was Earl. Yeah, right. Earl it's, Scheibe. Scheibe. Love that guy. <laughs> okay, how about this one? 69 Camaro SS, mm-hmm. a real powerhouse. <laughs> uh, Ground-up restoration, high-performance 396 four-speed. It's SSRS, has blackjack headers. Stainless steel exhaust system, loaded with chrome under the hood. So everything no one wants. Right. <laughs> and uh, so what do you think this one is? Blue with a white vinyl top. Oh, I would give the guy $4. <laughs> you know, back then I have no idea. Thirteen grand. Yeah. You're pretty damn close. Yeah. Fourteen five. Yeah. Wow. Today it'd be $100,000 crossing the stage. Yeah. And, uh, Especially with all that well, chrome. With that blackjack headers. <laughs> well, that's what that's what pushes it over the top right there. I really wanted to find a Ferrari in here, but none of them have well, there prices. Was, oh, the four. Yeah. Well, back then. It, yeah, they, well, they were too rich for you back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back then, they'd give you prices because they were over 30 grand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, but but it's fun to look through these. Well, I guess that's when why. When did Mondial come out? Like around 89 or so? What was that card? New. No, there's a Mondial right inside here. Uh, right right inside. Uh, yeah. the, it's. Uh, um, Here's a 928S4, and it's not $2 million, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that was an expensive car when it came out. That oh, was like I know. That was an $80,000 yeah. car. Okay, how about this one? 1986. Now, we're looking at a 1989 edition. So this was still fairly new. Guards red, full black leather interior, factory sports seats, power sunroof, Sony CD player, Limited slip differential and, and still under factory warranty. It's an 86 911 Turbo Porsche. Oh. Yeah. Let's say those, what, 50 maybe? Uh, it's an 86, so it's a couple years old. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't even know if it's that much. I think it's really? I think it's $31,000. Wow. All right. Well, I well, looked at a 911 SC. In 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 eighty nine, and I think they wanted twenty four thousand for it back then. Jeez. Well, Matt's the winner because going by the rules of what show? Price is right. Price rule. is Price right. Is You've over. gone over. Oh, so forty five nine ninety five. Okay, okay. But the one right above yeah. it is an eighty nine nine eleven Targa in all black for fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So I mean, you know, but these things are up. Charlotte, here's your car. <laughs> and it's $88,000 in here. Remember, I've told the story many times when we went to the Porsche dealer and you sat in this white convertible turbo and said, oh, what well, does it come in automatic? <laughs> oh, look. What, what is it with women and Porsche turbos? My look wife wants this. a Porsche turbo. I'm like, honey, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're not getting a Porsche turbo. It's like. You, no, if, we live in Lake Tahoe. The speed limit's 40. You cannot have a Porsche Turbo. <laughs> yeah, but if it's new, it's all-wheel drive, and that's good for the snow. Yeah, right. Guys, if we could sure. only go back in time and buy this slant, slant factory nose. steel yeah. slant nose. I hate those slant nose. Oh, my oh, God. How I can you? Brad loves those I never, things. I love those. Especially with the loopers on the sides and... 
and, and you have to step over that that. I mean, that look at this fiberglass. Seventy. No, no, no I the didn't. Factory steel. No, 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 not with all the right, factory. Right. See, the factory one didn't have those big ugly. Oh, okay, super ones. okay, yeah. But those, those, but look at yeah. this. You know how much those things are going for now. Yeah, it didn't that's have crazy. the big cheese grater on the here's side. Here's a right. See, that's yeah. the one I didn't. Like. Here's a seventy nine nine thirty factory steel slant nose. Wow. $39,000. Oh, my God. Call him up. See if he's got see? it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to do this on an upcoming show. We're going to call. <laughs> call him up and say, will you take 38? We're going to call up Steve between <laughs> 9 and 5. Ah, uh, let's do it. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I saw your uh, your slant nose that you had for sale in DuPont Registry. Can you imagine the guy? <laughs> uh, sorry, Steve died. He passed away like oh. 10 years ago. But uh, you, you know what is oddly missing Man. from here? I'm embarrassed is, for you. Are the uh, Ferraris. Are the Ferraris. There no, one, was, no one was moving Ferraris back how then. How about a GTC Daytona for 46500 That's a 365 GTC? Those are badass. Oh, no, that's that's a day, literally a Daytona. A Daytona. And then wow. there's a Lamborghini Kunta. Yeah. Replica. Uh, replica. Uh, oh, no wonder. It's right next to the Daytona replica. <laughs> uh, but once you get Fresh into the, off the lot of This Miami is Aaron's cars. part of the book, the luxury section. Dude, okay. No, no, no. Because he wants the uh, 89 Cadillac Brome limo. No, 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 limos. So there's a limo for sale. A, a, a buddy of mine, did, he just sent me a listing for a limo. The entire exterior, no joke, is sculpted in wood. Like the most amazing mural sculpted wood you've ever seen. It's like five grand. And he's going, dude, you need to buy this. You need to put a big old giant blower sticking out of the hood, big old <laughs> fat tires on it, and just drive it. It's a work of art. It, it, it really is gorgeous. But, you know, literally every panel. But it's ugly. Every Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it, it belongs somewhere, you know, where you go, wow, look at that art. It's uh, every single panel is hand sculpted. I mean, it's like the most amazing thing you've ever seen. You know, I would like to say let's move on from that point. But all right, first, Jeez. remember Sorry, the I Lamborghini got... Laganda? No, the Aston Martin. Aston Martin. I mean, the Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. Excuse wow. me. Yeah, yeah those Laganda. were actually kind of. I cool. dug them. Yeah. I thought they were so cool. And you used to see them on lots around town yeah. everywhere. Do you, but yeah. do you know who's a big no, fan of all of those and keeps buying them every time we're at auction? Who? Bo Bachman over at Calvin. He's got these? Yes. What? Really? Yes. They, yeah, they were just wicked cars. They're yes. just, oh, you know what, though? Uh, is he buying them for 49500 He probably is. <laughs> because the list price on this one in 1983 was one ninety seven. Think how much that was oh in 83. Oh, my God. That's big money. Yeah, and and what are they worth now? Like like forty, fifty grand? Are, are, are they, they, they haven't yeah, changed? At they all. haven't that, changed. That ad is still relevant. Wow, this car's nutty. It, I'm, I'm showing yeah. Brad. I, I'm, I'm showing Matt that. The, Let me see the, 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 the limo. Look at the look at the craftsmanship on that. Wood. You should buy that. I mean, and you know what? You could put some gold plated six shooters <laughs> on the front fenders, dude. <laughs> I think it needs a big old Texas Longhorn. That is, I mean, it's it is pretty impressive, but it shouldn't be driven on the street. It should no, be. No, 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 no. It's, it's you know it should this, be crushed. This, this past. <laughs> This past Monterey, one of the cars that we talked about was uh, Daisy. It was the the Ford Cobra, the modern day Cobra that yes, Ford developed with Carroll Shelby. Yeah, oh, yeah, it had yeah, the yeah. cool V10 engine, mm-hmm. mod motor V10, and and Bud Brutzman did a, a you know a rides episode on the whole yes. like a docu series on the whole thing. And we're like, it's a cool car, but it really just kind of has to go to. Uh, like a Ford fanatic with a good Ford museum, 
uh, and I think it's sold for per, a, quite lot a, bit, a lot of money. money. Yeah, a lot Ingham. of money. And later I heard, I haven't talked to him, I haven't confirmed it, but I think Bo bought that. Oh, too. Bo bought yeah, it? Yeah, I think yeah. Bo bought it. But, but see, it I was makes like, sense for his collection, man. yeah. I, I, when I heard that Bo bought history. it, I was like, it's perfect for him. It's perfect for that collection. It's absolutely perfect for for the Galpa guys to have that thing. The Galpa guys have a cool collection. I, I went they through do. there one time, and I was really impressed that that place, yeah. they have some cool, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. they do. They must be stashing cars other places as well because every time we see Bo, he's buying something I know, and it's, in, in Monterey. And I don't know where all those cars are in the Well, collection. the museum's packed to the hill. I mean, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So there's buildings around there, town. So, yeah. And he's got all the Ed Roth stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. He's got all the Ed Roth stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Folks, it, it's open to the public, right, with a little donation or something? Uh, you... It, Reservation? Yeah. It, it, it's not like the door is open. You can walk up. You right. have to, I don't know, you have to call or ask somebody to, like, call Galpin Auto Sports and yeah. ask them if you can tour it. And I think I think they do. Yeah, uh, it, but in the back of that is more of their their shop, you know, where they you know, paint and modify cars and they build the high-end stuff and their, uh, their detail center and the wrap and all that stuff is back there. So, you know. My truck's been there a million times doing a bunch of stuff, so we just walk all through the museum back and forth to get from the front office to the back, to the front, to the back. That's well, so they cool. used to do their cocktail party once a year <laughs> yeah, and right. have it there, and then with COVID and everything that had been going on. But but they have a great microcar collection, too, which I yeah. love. The love. I love the Oh, yeah. And yeah there's... Plus, Bo likes shrimp cocktails, so every party, there's shrimp everywhere. <laughs> He's not a shrimp. Brad can't eat shellfish. He'll die. But you so, know man, what? I'm just fine with it. <laughs> Sticking with the small theme of things? <laughs> yeah. In the back of this DuPont registry, the little ads. There is premier breeder of world's rarest horses, world's smallest and most beautiful Arabian mini horses. Oh my yeah. gosh! Not ponies. <laughs> These mean- are the rarest equines bred in secrecy in Europe. And they show a little kid, and he's like, he's like next to this thing that's about the size of my dog, and it's and it's like an Arabian horse. You know what? It looks to me like maybe they took a sheep or a pig or something and kind of like shaved yeah, it differently. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was just going to say it's some <laughs> twisted plastic surgeon doing yeah. surgery on Great Danes or something. <laughs> it's probably like some some weird sheep or something that they just like, hey, let's let's take this stencil and spray paint it and then we ship it to the guy for 50000 bucks. I don't know. That looks like a whippet to me. I don't <laughs> it says uniquely 12 to 31 inches tall. Yeah, that was like the pot party pig scam. You get it, it turns into, you know, like Easy a to raise. It follows at your heels like a puppy. <laughs> Kendra, Kendra Rice in New York. Brad, order, order one of these. Let's order one yeah. and see if we can still get it. Yeah. How, do they, how do they ship it to you? you in put, a box? The, if you send with, them $5, holes, they'll give with, you a brochure. With some holes poked in it. <laughs> see, wouldn't that be great to call them and see if they're still in business? So they go, oh, yes, we've grown immensely. Oh, so now the horses are 42 inches? <laughs> I want to call this. That wanna, does look like a goat or something. Doesn't it? Look at the, at the way its back legs are all out like this. All right. Let's, all right, let's, let's do, do some a real show. stuff on this show. I don't know. This kind of stuff's even more. We're is already this, out of time. Hey, you guys, is this Man Seeks Adventure? Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> sounds like it. Uh, that, okay. I got to say that. That's pretty funny, man, looking through that old DuPont. That's awesome. Hey, so we uh, promised on the upfront that... Uh, anybody wants that DuPont registry, send Brad twelve ninety five. I'm sorry. I actually for, sold this for 20 bucks today. Uh, it's being shipped out. That's why it was oh at my, my fingertips. Uh, all right. Well... 
<laughs> so, but I have more on my eBay store at Mine Be Yours. Um, so, uh, is it really Mine Be Yours? EBay? Yes, oh, that's, that's the name of my eBay store. Is Mine that's Be Yours? A great name, Brad. <laughs> Leave it to Brad for coming up with cool names. It, that's because they wouldn't accept Brad shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I don't know. A, we'll put an e at the end of shit. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, and then put I Brad shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you know what? Chrome plating. It, I've heard of it. It has yeah. sucked for years in like California. Yeah. I mean, all the big yeah. builders we know, and even at, uh, when Boyd and our partners, we sent most of our plating out of state. Mm-hmm. But now they're do, they're going to deal the final blow to this industry. CARB, which uh, for those of you who don't know, it stands for the California Air Resources Board. I'm sure we can and think of other acronyms. Most of you, it, like where I first heard of CARB was not living here. It was when I lived in Arizona. And when I ordered my new Edelbrock manifold for my big block Chevy, and I wanted to know why there was that funny plate on the back, the yeah. EGR valve. And there was a thing on the side of the box that says, this manifold uh, is you know compliant with CARB. You know, C-A-R-B, California Air Resources Board. And... In California, you had to use the EGR valve. Everywhere yeah, else, you got right. the block-off plate. Right, right. And um, they've been they've been uh, screwing stuff up for a long time for us uh, hot rodders and car yes. enthusiasts. Stuff's getting pretty aggressive in California, I have to say. But the chrome yeah. platers, it's their death blow at this point because uh-huh. um, they are going to be banning hexavalent chromium. Now, I don't want you guys to confuse that with what Aaron Brockovich found in the water, because that was <laughs> chromium-6. It's a lot worse shit than uh, hexavalent chromium. But I think hexavalent chromium sounds pretty sinister, doesn't it? Does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yes, you've all been infected with hexavalent chromium. <laughs> so, um, does that mean I'm going to be shiny? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're going to turn into metal. Hey, look at this. I can rub myself. You're the chrome. silver sur- surfer. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it just, Chrome just does not work as well. They want to switch over to what they call trivalent and, um, and, and yes, hexavalent is a carcinogen. That's hard to say. <laughs> sounded like I was drunk there. Carcinogen. carcinogen. I, think carcinogen. You, I think you're on some of it. <laughs> yes. Brad. Oh, that's what that, that Chrome bath in the back was. Yes. It smelled all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh. Uh, the trivalent is not. That's why they want to fix over to it. But you guys know the difference, right, Matt? You know the difference between the two. Of course. <laughs> it's in your show notes. I'm trying to switch it over to you. Yeah. I'm say Matt's face. Jeez, right we're now. pros, aren't we? Yeah. Hey, well, but, it's, it's, but, but your point is, is they're not necessarily trying to put the shops out of business. They're saying you need to just do it differently and deliver... And spend a bunch more money. And, and deliver subpar, hardly shiny products to everybody. Well, yeah, because hexavalent, you guys know, when you see that rich, deep chrome, and it's got almost like a blue hue to it, mm-hmm. you know, it's that... Okay, wait, folks. You've seen the new Mad Max movie, right? Remember that stuff they were huffing? Looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. But... But the problem is, I I, um, I experienced it when I had uh, a bumper done for one of my cars, and it came back, and I went, "What's with this? What? It just it, you some of that spray paint. It chrome? looks gray. It looks you know smoky, and it just doesn't have that pop. Not, I mean, you know, you're never going to build a show car with that stuff. But the problem is, is that there's now, now this blew my mind. 
There's only 130 Chrome shops in all of California. Did you guys realize that? No, I, I, I knew there weren't I many mean, left. So. Yeah, I'm not sure if that number surprises <laughs> me or not. I, I, it does to me because, like, I know where, like, Orange County Chrome Plating is. I know where Santa Ana Chrome. So I thought, oh, every city's got, so it must just be pretty, you know, yeah. few and far between. But here's what blows me away. So they're shutting down because literally the smaller shops to convert over to this new kind of chrome plating, mm-hmm. it's going to cost them sixty to a hundred thousand dollars. A larger shop, two fifty to three hundred thousand. Crazy. So they're like, we're already struggling. How are we going to do that? How much is the fine? And and fifty <laughs> and fifty seven of those hundred and thirty shops specifically are decorative chrome plating for things like automotive parts, architectural parts, things like that. That people want that poppy chrome, so if they can't get it, they're going to go out of state. So what are they going to do? Are they going to convert over just to not have any business? Wow. But here's what blows you away. 130 shops in California. How much emissions do you think the CARB's putting all this money into legislation, all this money into research and anything? They put out four pounds of emissions collectively a year. Oh, that's yeah. Jesus. Let's let's add up the leaf blowers in California. Yeah, exactly. And, and see what that's doing. Jeez, I mean, they, four pounds, and that is not from. And I went back and looked. I go, okay, is this what the Chrome shops are saying or what? No, this is what Carb says. They put out four pounds of hexavalent chromium fumes every year. Okay, because you know, back I, in the '80s, they had to put in all these emission things to keep the fumes down. Or mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you. Carb should go after French Bulldogs. Because, <laughs> trust me. Or you in that chair today. Trust me. They, you're they put Bulldog. out more methane gas than anything on the planet. <laughs> my, wife, my wife reminded me of this last night. She said, oh, by the way, pesto farted all night in the bed. All night. And so, and I said, well, now you know it's not me. <laughs> so when I blame it on the dog, it's actually the dog, okay? It's like driving to NorCal. You go past Fresno and you go, where's Carb now? Yeah, You're making a good point in that it seems like they're not going after, if, if, you know, if you're trying to make a dent in, for lack of a better term, into clean air. I, why Why something like this? Why not go after yeah, something? Yeah, go after volcanoes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but no, but seriously, you could go after something, you know, and, yeah. and, and really put the money and the resources. Not to mention, all that aside, January 22nd, if they rule against this, which it looks like they're going to, you're going to also put 100,000 people out of work. Yeah. So these guys that work in these shops and... You know, after they've worked in these shops for 20 years, are they really worth going anywhere else? Because they've been, they've been breathing hexavalent chromium. <laughs> That's right. They could be in the next Mad Max movie. They got a mask up. <laughs> Aaron, what's your, what, what was your thought on when we had to switch to, like, all the waterborne paints? Did, did it, it took a little while, but are they decent now? Like, well, don't forget, I live on the Nevada border, and, <laughs> no. I, and, 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 and the, the shop I go to, because there actually is no paint shop near me yeah. in California, so I actually do go to, to Nevada. And it's funny you ask that, because I just went to Nevada and bought a bunch of paint, because I have some projects I'll be but doing. But you didn't bring them back to your California residence. No, no, of no, course no. not. I'm, I'm shooting them in my friend's garage on the Nevada yes. side. But, uh um, yeah, you know, I, I never got into the waterborne paint because I don't paint regularly. Uh, I, I, I'm a hobbyist. I'll paint, you know, I'll paint a, a motorcycle fairing or a helmet, and I'll just airbrush it in my little, in my little, you know, mm-hmm. vacuum in, in in my shop. So it's very, very small volume. And but, I and I already talked to to the clean air guys at 
a, a guy I met before because one of the local paint shops actually turned me in. And he came over, and he was like, this guy's turning everybody in. I mean, he's just being a dick. But, uh, but, 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 but he, he said, you're completely in compliance. He goes, what you have, you keep in a metal cabinet. He goes, you're airbrushing. He goes, don't worry about it. So I don't worry about it. But uh, I, I, I hear a lot of mixed things. I, I, think, I think traditionalists have a hard time converting to the waterborne. But um, a lot of the paint shops I know, they actually love the waterborne paint. Uh, you know, most places that, that that have finally adopted it really, really like it. I don't like it because it's more work for a hobbyist like me. So if I'm doing what what we call spray outs, and you have to, I believe, you have to spray it out and clear it. You have to let it dry because because what you spray out is a different color, a different shade than than what it is dried and cleared. So when you're trying to color match something or get a certain you know hue that you want. I think it's more challenging and it's a lot more work, to my knowledge. I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with it, but from what I'm, I hear in conversations I have. So that can be more time-consuming. But, you know, the cost to run a shop in California is nuts. I mean, yeah. um, the well, compliance, paint, yeah. Pay, it, it, paint cost has gone, it's, oh, yeah, you, it's you buy a quart of paint, it's yeah. 600 bucks. It, it can be. So so that new, like House of Color, like their show, uh, their show clear, mm-hmm. their high, anything high solids yep. has... I mean, like, holy crap, it's, it's, it's expensive. But let me answer your question in another way. You guys drive in California just like I do. How many cars do you see, just like the hood on Charlotte's uh, GMC pickup truck, where the clear is gone away? Oh, yeah, yeah. It is not UV compliant like it should be. And I think part of it is um, we deal on a different level with, with custom shops versus collision shops right. who they don't prep the surface absolutely nope. perfectly or wait or the wait. proper drying times. Yep. And what happens is, how many cars do you see nowadays, and I don't know why it is, but I see a lot of Priuses that the clear's gone yeah. and they're flaking, but a lot GM, of GM, GM pickup yep. trucks. Yep, trucks. And the vans, the GM vans. The vans. The front, the hood of every single GM yep. van in, uh, in, yeah. in our neighborhood well, is look just... At, well, look at but, any GM work truck, and they're all, yeah. especially the white ones, it seems. Yeah. They're all like, yeah. But I can't put my finger on it right now. I can't remember, but there's a certain late model car <laughs> that I've been seeing a lot of them, you know, and it's always oh. on the crown of the fenders and stuff where the yeah. sun yeah. hits it the most. Yeah. The reflection points from all that polishing, but that's that's like crazy because <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like like her truck out there, the orange paint on the sides perfect, yeah. but all on the top the clear is gone. So we've got to like repaint the whole top yeah. of the truck. You know, I don't think clear is waterborne. I, I think clear is still an acrylic urethane or something. But but there's something to do with it yeah, because it's yeah. all these. You look at an older truck and they're not like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it just yeah. gets the uh, the most abuse, and it may be the thinnest along those little edges on the tops mm-hmm. of fenders and and you know in, in the flat areas of the hood. I think just gravity maybe flow it flows a little differently and it's a little thinner there. I don't know, or or the combined heat of the motor. You know, it's it's cooking it from the inside. Yeah, but out. you see a lot of them on the top of the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, true. yeah. well, that's people don't clean their roofs either. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that too. For every washing I do on an SUV, so it's like back teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I work them with back teeth now, believe it. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I I just don't feel like pulling out the you know the the, the, the big the big pull sweep and scrubbing the roof, right? Or especially the with the roof rack or, on it. Yeah, I don't think the poor defender I've ever washed the roof on that thing. But but I mean, back to Chrome and bringing it all back around, it's. Just we're all going to be forced to do what a yeah. lot of us customized guys have been doing for years. Yeah, boxing up our parts, 
and sending them off to Tennessee or to wherever. And the problem with that is anybody who's had anything chrome-plated knows the biggest fear is the chrome-plater is going to lose something. Yeah. Uh, you, you brought me what bracket? Yeah. Uh, and it's some bracket that you can't replace. Yeah. And uh, now you're going to ship them so they have the risk of the plater and the shipper losing it. You yeah. know, I, well, you know, or something getting damaged. We, we actually just did all this with, with Dad's uh, T-Bird, you know, the, the running right. Montrose T-Bird. And we just got all the chrome back. Everything's put back in place. And I needed some more clips from uh, Detroit Steel. But... Um, uh, the the chrome looked good. I don't know where he shipped it out to, but it was not not in California. And it, it came, no, you can't get anything came good back in California. And, and it looked pretty good. But uh, I did have some criticism that uh, I said you didn't notice that the rear bumper is bowed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh oh. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's not gonna work. And that's a fitted bumper on that yeah, car. Yeah, yeah very fitted. Yeah. It's like good luck bending that thing the other direction and hoping not to crack the chrome. But the chrome finish actually looks pretty good. And there's there's a lot of chrome on that T-Bird. Those yeah. rear bumpers, man, that's... that's yeah, like, they're big. Yeah, it's like if you put all that in one thing, it would barely fit on a couch. <laughs> it's a lot of chrome. It's shipping's expensive. Yeah, yeah, shipping them. Um, I think it came in a crate. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, you know, support your local platers. Do whatever you can. But yeah. I don't think we're going to have it much in California you gotta wrap anymore. It. And you know what? You know what? Some of my friends would tell me they'd go. That's why I moved to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of buddies just moved out of Texas. They're like, Texas ain't working for me. Well, it's because all the Californians are moving I there. Know. What do you mean? Okay, now stay. Now take it easy. Now remember, California is full of y'all. So we're just going back. So give it a break, you know. People come to California, make their money, and then go home to a different state. So states, stop complaining about Californians. But I know Tahoe's full of Marinites now, people from Marin. The vibe has definitely changed. That's right. right. It's all going to change. A lot more Teslas. A lot more Teslas and And, Prius. And and we can't wait for winter to come. It's like, yeah, how about your Tesla now? (laughs) We got six feet of snow last night. Where are you going? Oh, nowhere? Oh, okay. (laughs) Here's the keys to my blazer. Uh, I was trying to figure out what you were reminding me of today, and I, re- I realized it. You remind me of the Wicked Witch on uh, <laughs> on, on, on Wizard of Oz. You know when her legs curled up and they're the striped stocking? Either that or you got out of jail, one or the other. You know, you got out of a 1920s jail. Folks, I got a striped arm Triumph shirt on, and I've got stripey socks. I always wear stripey socks. That's my thing. I've got my special socks. Batman. Batman. Da, 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 da. Um, Matt's, hey, Matt's not wearing socks. No, Matt's. he's not. <laughs> no, I go for he's run got after. socks. He's got the low riders. He's got those little. I got oh. my running shoes so I can go for a run after because I just ate cannoli. That's hey, right. Hey, hey, Matt, we had cannoli Matt, for I, Matt's birthday. Uh, well, I have to tell you, ladies, Matt's got nice ankles. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> they're they're little teeny tiny little little baby. They're ankles. petite. What are you talking about? These things are jacked. Matt, your wrists are bigger than your ankles. <laughs> Don't jump off any really high buildings. Okay, yeah. I've missed you guys. Seeing you in person, it's like I just want to. You know. I know you can make fun of us. And, I know. Hey, I gotta say, there's a there's a Meekum auction coming up in January. <laughs> And there is a collection of cars that are being sold. This guy had the most eclectic, cool, cartoony type, um, fun collection. Really cool stuff. And one of them caught my eye. And since it's this time of year, 
We're rolling up on Halloween. Would you be the coolest dad or person in your neighborhood <laughs> if you could have the original Munsters Dragula dragster in your driveway? I mean, that'd be so cool. You, the, all the kids would come over and you and you fill the Zoomy pipes with candy and you're like, <laughs> blah, you know. And hey, uh, hey, hey, Brad, I didn't get that page. No, you've got a different page, so you can talk about the Tommy Ivo cars. Oh, okay. And That's I can pass this around. Oh, I see. I see. So, but uh, interesting fact they put on here that I never knew about this car. I knew it was a real a real casket that they used. But apparently, according to this, back when this car was built by Barris and his team uh for for the you know, the Munsters TV show, you ha- you could not buy a casket in the state of California without a certificate of death. <laughs> so you go to Nevada. So apparently, <laughs> you go to Bodie. Can they, you get their certificate so, before you die? No, so apparently <laughs> Um, they they had to uh, kill one of the uh, associate producers on the show <laughs> to get the no um, that uh, uh, Corky who worked for uh, Barris at the time went over to a funeral director paid him cash on the side and said accidentally leave it by the back door tonight <laughs> and uh, and that's how they got how they got this thing and it's is that Corky Coke or Corky Romano uh, no <laughs> yeah, right. it's uh, Richard Corky Cokes. <laughs> but uh it uh it's pretty cool it's it's got a uh a 289 350 horse motor three speed manual transmission um it's got radar alloy wheels from back in the day and uh the front tires are true bicycle tires and chrome spoke safe. wheels now they made 5 of these and this is the uh the most authentic and the one that was actually used in the filming of the show and uh now, they're going to sell this at their Kissimmee auction, uh, the Mecham Kissimmee auction in January. So, you could be all set up for next Halloween. That's pretty cool, man. i got to say that. I, it doesn't look safe. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you saying that Barris wasn't the, the premier dragster builder of the day? And you think that a wooden casket is not safe to be your chassis? Well, you had me at bicycle tires. <laughs> Although, wait, my Morgan has bicycle. Oh, no, wait. Those are motorcycle tires. <laughs> the steering wheel basically has like the Tesla Model S plaid steering wheel. Oh, my like, God. The, the stupidest steering wheel <laughs> the ever. Yoke. They have oh, the yoke. Uh, what else are they selling out here? They're selling uh, this uh, the Little Red uh, wagon. I, I think Little Red, I think of the pickup truck, right? Wasn't it the very No, famous? it was this, man. What's the, the red pickup truck that I see at every... Jackson auction, yeah, with the with the stacks in the back and the yeah. The well, that might have been a later rendition of the Little Red Wagon when it was the Dodge pickup truck, the later model, yeah. square body one, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but the truck. original one that I saw when I was a kid, Is this one that goes backwards. Yeah, it went backwards, yeah. and uh, there was another guy. Galpin has a couple of those, don't they? I think he does. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, and there was another guy that used to. My dad took me to the drag strip to Beeline Dragway in Phoenix. And we saw this guy do the wheelie stands. And then there was this other, I couldn't even tell you what kind of car it was, but they said, um, I'll have to look it up sometime. I'll have to Google it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the little the little old winemaker or little winemaker or something. And he would just do these 
burnouts the whole quarter mile, you know. Had and a big supercharger on yeah, it. Yeah, it was just, it was cool. It was just, and then we saw Evil Knievel uh, attempt to jump uh, 21 <coughs> oh, right. Mustangs. The, yeah, but the, uh, like, like Evil did many times, he made the jump, but. When he landed, he oh, missed the ramp. It was all yeah. he went too far. Yeah, and the landing, yeah, yeah the landing. It's like, yeah, he had a some famous quote that was out there somewhere. He's like, "It's anyone can jump a motorcycle. It's the landing that'll yeah, get you." That's right. Right. Yeah, well, and he proved um, that time and time again. This 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 little red wagon. This is not the one that goes backwards. This one oh. goes regular. It goes forward, uh, and the engine's kind so of it's in a the, fake in the bed, and kind yeah. of like a. Like like a wheelie stand or like a Hemi under glass, yeah. but this doesn't have a clear floorboard or anything like that. And so it's not a Cuda. That's right. So you just kind of have to wing it when it's pulling a wheelie. <laughs> but it did have uh, a it did have a four twenty six Hemi in it. I will almost guarantee you that that has a glass floor or a plexiglass floor or something in it because that's the only way they could see. Yeah, yeah. I, and it's only well, like a one small photo, so it's kind of tough to tell. Well, you know, what, Brad. I can't really yeah, Brad. Brad he, he might have had one of those old fashioned viewfinders where he just kind of. <laughs> Puts his a eye periscope. Up. Yeah, he puts his eye up to the little hole and goes, eh. <laughs> it's the landing, you know, where it was. You know, we should build a uh, a Mustang, a Fox Body Mustang wheel stander. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty <laughs> of Wait a those. minute. Wait a minute. There's plenty of those. Let's use your Mach 1 instead. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that car in a while. All I know is I keep making payments on it. <laughs> I know. And you don't even have it. No. Well, so, I, I, I can't imagine this four-engine Buick Wagon Master, uh, this 81 Four engine. It's got four four hundred one. Okay, Buick motors, and I don't know that that, that would that thing even do a wheel stand. It, it no. looks like it's set up to do that a wheel thing, stand. No, no. You know, keep in mind the year that it was done. That's yeah. probably iron block, iron heads. Yeah, no times doubt. four. That's two thousand dollars, two thousand pounds of engine. But I have to say, this thing—it's gorgeous, bad ass look. It looks like it's got truck. Front wheels and tires, but but the front end that that is not a Trackmaster front end or Wagonmaster. That's all. Uh, that's that's like all Tornado. No, it's oh, all Tornado. That's right. That's yeah. a Tornado. That thing is. What sick. we're looking at, everybody, is uh, the cars of TV Tommy yeah. Ivo. Yeah. Who, uh, for those of you who don't know, TV Tommy Ivo was a drag racer, and he had some of the most beautiful cars ever. But before that, in the 40s, he was a child actor. He was on hit shows and like that. And uh, But in 1961, he uh, left acting and went on the road with... Do you know who he went on the road with? No, but it was weird that his parents called him TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's well, that kid in no, all his movies that just stares and no, with you with the cowboy hat no, on. <laughs> in the 40s, when he first started, his actual name was TB. Tommy oh. Ivo, but uh, he got over that, and uh, now he's TV Tommy Ivo. So, well, because TB no. was short for tuberculosis. Yes, back then when you could get it. So, um, hey, but no, um, he went on the road with Don Perdome. Yeah. And, oh, wow. And uh, now he had resources, and he was he was mechanically inclined. He did a lot of the wrenching on his own car and like that. Wow. He drove his own cars once he got out of acting. Because originally the studio didn't know he was doing this, and Hot Rod Magazine wanted to do a photo shoot with that car that you were talking about yeah. on on the set of his show. And he made arrangements to do the photo shoot. The studio was like, oh, great. Then he his trailer pulls up and unloads this car, and they go, what's that? And he goes, oh, that's my race car. And they said, if you ever get in that car again, you're <laughs> off the show. And they didn't even know. And so wow. he hired a driver, and then when the 
the show was uh, canceled, he went back to driving again. Oh, it was kind of cool. But go through some of those cars. Yeah, there, there's and, some I mean, stuff. they're incredible. So, so there's a, a, a top, 74 top field dragster. Which is uh, it, it? It's a little more traditional looking rear engine rear engine dragster, but the front end of this thing is is pretty neat. It actually looks like a hoverboard. You know, <laughs> stupid things you see people. Oh yeah, yeah, like on. with a shielded. It has the, the wheel cover covers. Wheel. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It totally looks like a hoverboard. Um, but man, yeah, that thing is gorgeous. Then there's the serious showmanship, which uh, that's this thing is like a torpedo with bicycle wheels on the front. Yeah. Look at the... Look at the, 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 the what he's looking at is a traditional, like, Hannah-nosed front, yeah, front, front nose. engine yeah, dragster. Front engine dragster. Brad, don't you have one of these in your back shop with the rest of your shit? I <laughs> wish I had one of those Hannah-nosed cars. Mine's the Moon Eyes dragster, which that's is right. generations before that. Yeah, but, but there's an interesting story to that one you just mentioned, because that car was being built, and it was state-of-the-art for the day. And guys like Tony Nancy and Prudhomme and all of them. And the day that that car showed up at its very first race, it was obsolete. Because he showed up at the races the same day that Garlit showed up with his rear engine dragster. Oh, I see. And so that car was raced once. Wow. Yeah, well, very impressive. Uh, and, but wait till you get to the trailer that he hauled his cars around. I know. Wow. So the next thing is uh, is is the '76 Dodge Charger funny car, which is gorgeous, and it has that beautiful nostalgic. I, I've seen that front end on something else, and it usually has uh, big, big, big tubed Chrysler Cordoba. No, no, but 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 but, but is that what that front end? That's is? what that era is. The Charger oh. and the Chrysler Cordoba were the same platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was what was that car you'd see around Beverly Hills with with with, with the big with the big talking about tubes. a Cord? No, I don't know if it was yeah, a Cord no, had a Cord replica. Yeah, yeah. They had kind of that front end too. And we're talking these ginormous headlights. I'm a ginormous headlight guy. Well, <laughs> let, let let let. What do you mean by that, Aaron? That's a rather <laughs> sexist statement. <laughs> was that misogynistic? Uh, anyway, yeah. So so that's a cool car. But yes, this trailer, the trailer was incredible. A forty foot glass sided trailer, and 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 this was basically a ramp trailer. So it was it was a, a three axle six wheel. Uh, what is that? Forty-five degree slant bed with 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 the uh, wagon master on the back of here. It so it's a fifth wheel. Gorgeous. It's a forty-foot fifth oh wheel trailer gosh. that looks like a ramp truck, and it has right, glass right. sides on it, so you can see it. And these have started to move. We've seen them at auctions. Yeah, and yeah. I, Brad, I think you and I were there mm-hmm. yeah. with the with the. The two uh, ramp trucks. Yeah, the uh, ramp trucks are coming. You know, because they're nostalgic. Ramp, yeah. ramp yes. Trucks. I love those ramp trucks. But those glass trailers, too, that, that there was a booth at SEMA right behind the Ford. You know, the, mm-hmm. Well, um, it, if you remember, if you look at any of the old photos from the 60s and 70s, all, you know, nowadays everybody has semis, okay? The right, big, right. huge, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the hot setup back then was uh, all the big teams had Chaparral three-axle trailers. And that's oh. what that is, is a Chaparral brand trailer. Mm. And I remember growing up, I was like, oh, man, I'd love to have a Chaparral trailer. And um, and they were the cool thing. Well, he cut his apart, put glass on the side. Now, think about it today. Nobody wants you know know what's in the trailer. Yeah. Back then, in a simpler time in America, when you could actually have glass sides and not worry about somebody bashing the sides out and stealing your stuff... But but you know the, the the thing I like about this too is that I mean not only is the pa- is the trailer painted kind of like the car at least in this photo, uh, but but the the wedge shape of that car 
fits inside the trailer yeah. almost at that angle. And you can see the roof line to the nose is almost level because the car is such an angle. It's a beautiful display, and, and, and it's it adds very – it's like artistically balanced. I mean, it's gorgeous. That's, uh, that is quite a showpiece. Does the uh, car come with the trailer? Yeah, they're selling it no. as all. You get the truck and everything. It's his original truck. I was going to say because that's one of the things you have to get as yeah. the set. You can't. But you that, can't but get the trailer and somebody else gets the car, and you guys start to fight over who's got the more right. valuable piece. Right? right, right. But that's just a, a, a Chevy truck in the front of that. There's nothing special. Um, I thought I read that it came with the truck. If I'm mistaken, Aaron, I'm sorry. It will never happen again. Um, <laughs> the uh, and I will say, I had the opportunity, I've met Tommy a couple times, but I really got to chat with him uh, several years back when I was doing Car Warriors. We did an autograph signing at um, NBC Studios, and um, I sat between him and Ed Iskadarian. Yeah. They talk about two characters, and uh, they were both the nicest guys. I mean, and Tommy was talking about his cars, and... For as old as he is, he's really, he even looks youthful, you know? Yeah. He's, uh, he's just got that kind of, uh, he reminds me of like a, um, oh gosh, who was the actor? Uh, Mickey Rooney. He kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of him in a way, you know? Yeah. But he'll, he'll probably be like, God, why did he compare me to Mickey Rooney? <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like the trailer is just the trailer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, Matt. Now, let's look at one other car here that's going to go up for sale because when you talked about, you know, you didn't think that looked safe, the drag. Oh my the god! The Dragula. I've seen How about that. this Barris built car that goes three hundred miles an hour? I've all right, seen well, that first thing. of all, you said Barris built, so I know it's not safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, how would you like to strap a a uh, rocket to to the back of your car? Look at the spike in the middle of the steering wheel. It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. The turbo sonic. It, it points custom right dragster. to my sternum. It's awesome. Built for me. Look at that. It literally says one of the safest. Quickest and fastest cars on the planet. Eh, uh, I don't know. Wait, it's safe because there's because it's remote control. There's no pilot. <laughs> yeah. A guy actually drove it and went 300 miles an hour in the quarter mile. Of course he did. Of, of course someone drove it because you know there's it's there's, a three wheel car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that was my first thing. I was like, yeah. what doesn't sound stable about 300 miles an hour and a single front wheel? Yeah, yeah single. Well, that's it. It just looks like a funky little jet. It actually looks like something you'd ride in at Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the 70s. <laughs> Only one. they deemed it not safe enough for now, so the ride's been yeah. decommissioned. Yeah, a 1,000-horsepower turbine engine that weighs just 50 pounds. Now that is something we need. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's We could impressive. bolt that to something like... Aaron's hot rod. Yeah, well, hot I think rod. Jay's got one of those engines on one of his motorcycles. I was going to say, that's what he's got. Oh, my God. That thing's the like motor. the craziest thing ever, the turbine. He just posted something about it, too. He gets on that thing. I've seen him get on yeah. it and yeah. fire it up Just and the sound it. of it is so cool. Oh, when it's going, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's building up, up, and yeah. it's like. This car weighs 850 pounds. Wow. That's it? Well, it's small. I mean, it's, Yeah, but if yeah. you put, put put fuel in it, it weighs more because it's 850 dry. <laughs> it is dry. It, it is 850 dry. Yeah, wow. uh, it's it's interesting. <laughs> Just think, you could drive well, over to Jay's on it. Yeah. In it. That would be funny, though. Yeah. That yeah. would be funny But, to Brad, you realize it's it's not Matt's thing. You know, it doesn't, it's not. Really. It's, it's, it it's not look, a Ford. Yeah, it doesn't look like a bread box with, uh, you know, with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 aerodynamic. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 not, it's not a white brick. Speaking of bricks, what are you driving? Uh, I am literally driving a brick. I'm driving the Toyota. <laughs> no, you're Land driving Cruiser. a brick. You're driving a brick. Toyota Land Cruiser. 
uh, it's funny because I, I drive the different press cars all the time, and I often go to the same locations as you're running errands. And uh, and they're like, what are you driving? Oh, Matt, yeah. what happened? And, and I pulled up to, uh, to, to the gym, and the trainer came out, and he's like, oh, you don't have anything new today? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I do. He goes... Oh, uh, this looks used. <laughs> and then he and, went. Uh, and he went. I'm booked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toyota Land Cruiser. There's kind of a love and a hate thing for it. Um, they're ending the Land Cruiser, so they haven't really updated this thing in a while. Uh, no CarPlay, and some of the technology's not oh, there. No CarPlay. Ah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, but. The Land Cruiser has such a following. It has great yeah. off-road capabilities. Why would they discontinue uh, it? And this, this 2021 feels like it's 10 years old, but this is probably going to be one of the last times you're going to be able to get into something like this with a V8 engine uh, because we're just not going to be able to have those anymore. What do you mean? They made yeah. so many of those. I'll be able to get into them for the next well, decade. Well, we yeah. definitely won't be able to have a chrome one. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have any chrome. Uh, the media definitely uh, took their toll on this one. This thing's starting to, it's got a few bumps and bruises. What would you equate press miles? For every single press mile, how many in real person miles is it? Yeah, that's... So, it's interesting you say that because the guys at Edmonds... They they do a long term review on a car for basically a year, mm-hmm. and we say what ten to maybe fifteen thousand miles a year. I think they go and try to put thirty thousand miles on in a year, maybe more than thirty thousand. So, you know, two to three times what the average person would do. So you're so, saying they don't take shortcuts to anywhere? That's right. Wait, two so, to three times more? That uh oh, not you, <laughs> not you, because you live in the middle of nowhere and you yeah. have to airlift your car. Even during COVID, <laughs> I managed to put like thirty thousand miles on three different vehicles. I'm like, what the hell? Aaron, so, Aaron says, Siri, route me to Seven Eleven, yeah. and she goes, it'll take you two and a half hours. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah it's right? an hour anywhere you go. I, yeah. I would say the. The abuse equivalent is probably about that two, three to two one. A, yeah, yeah, two and a half, three to one. And this thing, we know we've driven a lot of press yeah. cars. They have anything from a few hundred miles to a few thousand. If you're seeing four or five thousand on the odometer, that's a lot. That's the end of its right. cycle in the press fleet. This car has thirteen thousand miles. <laughs> on it. So it has sixty thousand. It basically miles. has. Yes. There's a yeah. lot of coffee stains. Yeah, on the it it, uh, it does, but it runs good. It just still has like it has like a big heavy feeling to it. You know, like when you're hitting the gas and you just it, first of all, it feels like all sorts of fans are coming on to keep it cool, <laughs> uh, and it's just just pushing through through the air. Uh, I mean, press guys are so hard on cars. I mean, I, I knew this one press guy, Aaron. He took a, uh exotic car down a dirt road to go to, a, like, a thing. It was uh, I, it, it was ridiculous. I it mean, who a, would do it, that? It, was, it wasn't just a McLaren 720. It was, was a McLaren say, was, 720LT. Yeah, I was going to say, it's something recent. <laughs> and I took it. I took it to uh, to the Ford like Bronco Sport right. event, uh, and it was like a mile and a half of dirt road. It was just oh out there. God. I put the front end front nose lift up the whole time. And I was doing, and like, it drug the ass the whole time. And I was just, oh my God. and then uh, as soon as I I drove it in, did the event, drove it back out, and it was night. It was like eight o'clock at night. And I just took it to the first like like do it yourself car wash just to get the 
the pressure washer just they and, and like as i got it onto the freeway to find the the you just hear every little pebble banging because oh. that car, the LT, it's got a belly pan and stuff. That's it. You know, and there's no sound deadening. It's just a carbon fiber yeah. bucket. So you just Jeez. hear every little every little pebble. I wonder what happened to that car. Well, they sold you, it. You know, on that note, so 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 winter's coming. We're actually getting snow on Friday up in Tahoe. That's ridiculous. And, and so I, I know. It's 100 degrees here today. I know. Yeah, it is. It was 80 degrees <laughs> yeah. at 9 o'clock. Uh, and so I, I, I have my little driver and, and i drove it down here and i'm like you know what before i drive it to la you know with, with, we actually have some acid rain or something i'm not going to title it but we have something that appears to be like acid rain up in tahoe and we had a little bit of rain and it just water spotted the car mm-hmm. in one little 15 minute drizzle and destroyed the paint I mean, all the like, work you did yeah so I apologize. that's why i don't wax my car twice now <laughs> oh i waxed it also why charlotte's paint's peeling on yeah. the night <laughs> well, well the, the problem is i use a ceramic coat yeah i use a ceramic finish on that yeah you know, like not too long ago right i remember that it etched that wow so now i'm having to polish through glass right you yeah. know what oh now, my God. now let me put this in perspective you're breathing that yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. the air there is. Why do you think your dog has spots? Yeah, why do you think my voice burn is his present? <laughs> why do you think I think that sound like Okay, Mary, before we Mary wrap White? it up here today. Well, wait a minute. I'm not done. I thought you were done. You no. acid rained on us. No, I said anyway, anyway, I polished the car, right? Yeah. Drive it home. Two days I polish that car out and try to get as much as I can without wet sanding it. it what do you call that car? The knob? No, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it is a it is a brick car, but uh, and uh, and and then I leave it at the house. Next morning, I wake up and it's covered in ash and dirt because somebody decided to blow out the forest across the street and and like detail it out. Right, the forest. <laughs> so now the car is covered in ash and dirt. What somebody like, gardened the forest? Yeah, who detailed the forest? Literally, they went to the forest and and like cleaned it out. Like I'm going, what? Are you hell? sure Jay wasn't there with this turbine bike? Oh, dude, I was so pissed. Anyway, so I go to the shop. I blow it off as best I can, and I, and I think you know I'm going to take 395. It's a nice drive. I haven't been there in a while. It's a great road. I'm just going to cruise because I haven't driven this car long distance yet. And uh, and and I get to the bottom of Kingsbury, which is our, our our route down to the main road, and they decide to grade the entire road <laughs> for like the next eight miles. It's Somebody's gravel. trying to tell you something. It's gravel. So Good. here I am on a lowered hot rod car. It's all black, freshly detailed. It's got ash and dirt, and now I'm driving on a gravel road. So I got to tell you, I was seriously bummed. I understand the gravel part. Yeah. I'm just You're- like, I'm going 20 miles per hour in a 50, going ding, 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 ding. It's when the guy behind you can't handle it anymore. He goes, I'm just going around the sky. He throws it all around. Thankfully, there's no one behind me. But yeah, every car that came the other direction, yeah, I got I got sprayed with gravel. I was so depressed. I don't know what it is in Arizona, Brad. Every windshield cracks in Arizona. Oh my god! Between the heat and the oh. pebbles, like Beeline. You ever get on Beeline? Yeah. If you get behind anything on Beeline, oh, a rock is going to crack if, your windshield. If word of advice, if you ever ever rent a car in Arizona, then don't care. Get the no no no. You got to get the extra insurance. Yeah, and you. And you know, and you check Make the sure windshield. We gotta have windshield yeah. protection. And you PPF the windshield. You know, I am PPFing that car. I'm having. Some, yeah. uh, that's a, a different acronym. Believe me, uh, I'm taking that car to somebody. I'm having it fully detailed and then having it PPF. You have to. Yeah, yeah you, you have, have to. to. I'm way just... too stressed out, man. <laughs> yeah. Look, we we talked to the guys uh, uh, from uh, Expel, and 
Goldberg got his because he's on a ranch in in Texas, oh, right? Oh yeah, and he's got miles of dirt road, and oh, he's got gosh. his uh, his TRX, oh. and he got a, the launch edition. And it's interesting because it's kind of a gray, and then it's got the black and the plastic Ooh, and all this nice. stuff. And they they did the pain protection film, they did the PPF over the whole truck, but they did. The gloss over the gloss, and then the satin PPF over the other stuff. Oh. And on the bed of the truck, it's it's the gloss gray, and has the sticker that says TRX. And they went through and they did the gloss, and then they cut out the satin TRX, and they put PPF oh over the gosh. sticker wow. of the whole thing. Wow. It was really really intense. See, and that then gets expensive. Yeah, it, that was really <laughs> expensive. Real expensive. Yeah. <laughs> And then they ceramic coated everything on top. Wow. You can ceramic coat on top of your yeah. paint protection. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that, too. And this stuff is neat, too. It's got that self-healing, and I could definitely use it. But it, it is expensive. I, I've gotten some decent quotes, but it, it's still expensive. It's, it's really, really come a long yeah. way. When we first started seeing it uh, on the hood of the car, you'd see, like, just the front hood part of it, right. like, half covered. And you'd, it'd start to yellow yeah. after a while. Yeah. And it always looked like it had orange peel, like, yeah. on top of your paint. Yeah. Now, now you can't even tell it's their there. clear film is yeah, really is impressive. so good. Uh, Acura, and windshields, yeah, yeah. Acura yeah. did that um, that really nice uh, uh, color. It's kind of a like a maroonish red, like a metallic. And the the TRX, or I'm sorry, the the TLX is that what it is? TLX and and I think TLX, an R- yeah. and the RDX. They both were available with that color. You can but, special order, but they those did 200 vehicles, or something, yeah. But those vehicles were painted, all the body panels were painted in the Acura NSX plant, where they do that color. And then they, it's basically wet sanded and buffed out and delivered, and it's really good. Wow. But their press car, right? The press car, the entire thing was completely wrapped in a clear PPF. And you could not tell the difference. No, you when couldn't. the quality of the paint wow. underneath is good, now it's so clear. You know, it's it's almost like a piece of glass that wow. they could put on top of it. Well, it, it used to look like orange. Well, peel, I'm but thinking now maybe yeah. I should have it done down here and just rent a car to drive back to Tahoe. <laughs> I got to come back next week. Yeah, and drop for, it for, off at Galp at Galpin Auto Sports. They yeah, do the PPF yeah, there. Yeah, but that will be even more expensive. <laughs> uh, Mikey, his Mercedes, that mm-hmm. that little long nosed AMG that he had. Um, Those are really cool. He um, he did just the nose, and then he he got home and he went, wait a minute, what am I doing? And he went back, had the whole thing wrapped, yeah. the window, yeah. every, you know, and uh, and and it was that matte, and you couldn't tell. Wow. So that one, I don't know if they did a satin a PPF on it or they did a clear because Over the matte because yeah. the the clear would make it look matte underneath but shiny on top. It was matte on matte because yeah, you could, so they. Yeah. They do the matte. You can do a satin or a matte yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, a lot of you know, like a Dodge Challenger. You can get it. You know, to gloss red or black, but you can get the matte black hood. Then you just you do the different versions. You do the yeah. gloss and you do the matte, and it comes out really good. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, yeah I saw that 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 Steve Austin had mm-hmm. had posted something. Yeah, with some guys down here. 
and so I started messaging the guy. I'm like, where are you guys? You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I want to go to you guys. You guys sound great. So everything's kind of down here. There's not much in our area, at least that I know of. I so, thought he had a guy in Reno that was doing something. Uh, I stuff. thought he was in Reno, yeah. too, but he's not. He's actually He brought here, the car so. down. Yeah, it's, for the round. It's, it's called population. Well, the, a shop there, the guy would be standing yeah. around going, yeah. I need somebody to come in. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, so, so well, I, Steve I still has I, a place near me. He's, he's still a neighbor yeah. of mine. He just doesn't go there much yeah, anymore. Yeah, just, yeah. just for stuff like this, to yeah. bring the car down and yeah. leave it overnight. Well, I was thinking maybe, maybe <laughs> I was really actually thinking <laughs> I might leave it down here. So I'm thinking next weekend uh, I, I might bring it down and leave it because I'm yeah. going to the birthday bash uh, on Catalina Island with, with Dad. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I want to say grandpa because I've been around my kids <laughs> with grandpa, you know. Uh, and uh, and so I was thinking maybe if someone would do it over the weekend, you know, because uh, it really needs to be done. Man. You can also keep your car at Brad's place. He's got plenty of room. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. yeah. plenty of room. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. No, now, at my house, I know the time of year by which tree is dropping what. Right now, it's yellow seeds off of the Mexican pepper trees oh. and so that end of the circular driveway you can't park in at all because <laughs> yeah. i mean i did it once i thought oh, i'm just gonna park there for a minute oh. while i run in and then the next time you turn on the air conditioner it all blows it you know oh my God. Yeah. And the other side's eucalyptus and well <laughs> the other end is uh, some kind of a maple tree and when it's hot it drips it like oh, there's been man. days when it's like 100 degrees where you can literally see a glisten in the air like it's dropping uh, sap. sap. You oh, know, like it's I raining cut. sap. It's the same thing in Tahoe. So, so it's, I cut that tree down. <laughs> well, yeah. I cut it way back. It doesn't go over the driveway anymore. Yeah. Well, the problem with cutting branches on trees is you have to make sure that, like Brad said, it yeah, way back. It. Because once you cut it, then it weeps sap like crazy. Oh, I put, put a prosthetic branch <laughs> on the end. It would be like Frederick Sykes from The Fugitive. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's really sad you can't have a nice car in Tahoe. Oh, at least where we are, because literally you get pine cones falling out of the sky. My cars aren't parked anywhere near the trees, and I got pine cone dents on my roof. Well, it's like, what the That hell? thing's tiny. You can bring it and park it in my warehouse. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could put it underneath your, your Fox body. Yeah, so, well, hey guys, we, you can put it in the bed of my lightning. That's right, I could, yeah. we got to right, wrap this up, uh, but all before right, we do, right. one last thing. Did you guys see on the news the flying saucer up at... Uh, Edwards Air Force Base? No. No. No, seriously, look no, it up. No, I, I, I they, don't pay attention they, to any of that. Somebody's gotten fired over this one, probably. There's a semi-truck, and um, it, it went out one gate, down like two miles down the road and back in another gate, and there's this like really cool-looking flying disc, you know, and it's all black, and, wow. and um, what do you do now? Some guy, you know, posted it, so some other guy, some investigator guy goes, okay, wait a minute. So he took geotracking and did all this and figured out, and he goes, this came from the such and such building, oh, and no. they were taking it to this. And so then they wow. had this commander on the news, and the guy was interviewing him, and he goes, now, uh, I have another question for you. There was a photo that posted, <laughs> and, and he just went, uh, I have no comment. <laughs> it's a prop. So flying saucers really do exist. Wow, Look it up. We don't know if it's drone flying. now. Like hey, everything's a drone now. Yeah, yeah. Just... saucers on the back of trucks really exist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, it didn't have a cloaking device, obviously. Yeah, it could, could have just been a big dish that was face down. You know, they were moving from one dish yeah. to the other base. Uh, hey, Matt, where can they find us online? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, Fly, good. All right, check us out at, uh, at Check us out at shiftandseer.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're at Shift Sear Media on all the social medias. And uh, you can follow me at uh, Motorator on 
All social media. Good, and you can follow Aaron down at Gravel Road. Yeah, you can follow me down at Gravel Road, and uh, and and. <laughs> I'm Aaron Hagar. You can find me online mostly as Aaron Hagar, <laughs> and I'm Brad Fanshaw. Follow me at Bradley underscore Fanshaw on Instagram, and uh, I just posted that uh, ad that we were talking about on there, the old 1989 Barrett Jackson ad. So go check that out and uh, relive the past. <laughs> thanks hey, guys thanks everybody that it was, was good great. being back in the studio with you guys really really was really so, really was all right everybody we'll be back again next week that's Cheers. a promise not a threat <laughs> but it could be a threat if you like this show also listen to man seeks adventure and dixon's wild ride you can find man seeks adventure at manseeksadventure.com You own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Building policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O dot com.